With this week's Press Lunch and Audio, you're going to hear from defense lineman Mustafa Johnson, quarterback Steven Montez, head coach Mike McIntyre, and lastly, running back Trayvon McMillan. All right. Uh, first, we will have defensive lineman Mustafa Johnson, and we will open it up to questions. How do you think Kawan Drake has aided in your development from spring ball until now? Uh, I've grown a lot since spring ball. He's taught me a lot of new techniques, how to play box, and how to um, know, anticipate what's going to happen before the play happens. So he taught me a lot of football knowledge, and then on top of that, uh, teaching me a lot of life stuff, helping me bring the energy to the team, helping out with the D-line and turning up. Colorado's never beaten USC. Is that something you guys have talked about in the locker room, something you guys are aware of? Yeah, we're, we are definitely aware of it. I think that's why our um, intensity, our mindset has like, gone up another notch. During these practices, a lot of energy has been showing and a lot of intensity, a couple of things been breaking out, but we just all here to play, ready to go. Mustafa, what did you see? What have you seen from the USC offense so far in the film? Oh, they're aligned. They're big and they're strong. They're going to keep moving their feet. They're picking up and putting them down. They got some speed and a lot of athletic guys, but I'm more focused on playing the block. So I know they had a lot of good technique. They have strong hands and they're going to come out and ready to play. So can you take us through the, the, the sack that you had on Wilkins on, on Saturday? Obviously, was was a big part of that goal line stand that kind of helped you guys win the game. Just what you saw and, and how you made that play. So my um my job is to play the quarterback. And uh, my angle originally, I was coming at him, and I saw that he was booting out. So I know the guy's a little faster than me, so I had to change my angle. And I don't know if you guys saw the video. So I, like, I widened out a lot to force him to cut back inside, like towards my help pretty much. And then... I was able to plant my foot in the ground and make the play. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but uh, I took up a big patch of dirt trying to stop. <laughs> and then and I just kind of went through my progressions and was able to make the play. I think, Mustafa, everyone was impressed with Colorado's physicality last week. It seems like you guys played even more physical than you did in the week before against UCLA or a few weeks back against Nebraska. Um, how important is it to play with that same kind of physicality against an SC team that, you know, they recruit the best of the best, they've got all these five four-star kids running around. Yeah. Is it important that Colorado stands up physically in this game? Yeah, it's going to be very important that we uh, keep the temperature going and keep our physicality going and turn it up even more than what we have. Um, it's going to help us with a lot of messing up the run game, help messing up the pass game. Our goal is always to stop the run, keep teams one-dimensional, and help us in the pass game. Um, I think our physicality is going to make a big difference because it's going to allow us to make more plays on the ball. Make It's going to disrupt their offense, and that's what our goal is. I want to go back to a little of that four- and five-star stuff. Um, you've been to Nebraska. You've been all that hoopla there, mm -hmm. one there in the fourth quarter. In this trip, to what extent do you have to not get caught up with the crimson and gold and the song and the mm -hmm. horse? And the fact that they're USC and yeah. your Colorado. Uh, well, our main goal is that we focus on one team, and the most important team is us. We know that if we go out there and we do what we've been training on all week, talking about all week, and our game plan and execute it, we sh we plan to be victorious. That's that's just kind of how our mindset is. We focus on one team, that's us, and we go game by game. USC's got a true freshman quarterback as a defensive lineman. Does that change your mindset at all, knowing that maybe he has less experience? Um, it doesn't really change my mindset, but I do think that it is beneficial for us because he is young, so applying pressure on him, 
I mean, we don't know how he's going to react with that coming out of there. Mm -hmm. USC on offense has run the ball and passed the ball the exact amount of times this year. Just as a defense on the, on the whole, how do you prepare for an offense that's so 50-50? You know, that is a good question. Uh, I think we prepare for them by, uh, give me a sec. Uh, that just comes down to our film work, I would have to say, because um, most teams come out with a script and a plan of what they're going to play to see how we play each thing. And I think if we come out and execute what we're going to do, they're going to have to focus on certain different aspects of their offense and what's going to, um, succeed for them. And I think that's going to, we're going to take out each, basically we're going to focus on certain plays that we can dominate on and that's going to make them have to less or reduce their playbook. In the preseason and before the season even started, I sense this team kind of had a quiet confidence about it. I know Coach Jeff says nothing to say and a lot to prove. Where's this team's confidence now? 5-0, and Rank coming off a big win against Arizona State, beat UCLA the week before, now you're going to SC. Where's this team's confidence heading into this game? Uh, our confidence is very high. Um, we are very prepared, very ready. And our confidence, we do have a chip on our shoulder, but I think the key factor in this whole thing is that we don't let it get to go to our head. And I think our coaches do a good job on letting us know during practice that, yeah, we've been winning, but we still got another game to play. We got more games to play, and we want to keep this going. So we can't get a, get a big head and start thinking past what we got next. As a defensive lineman, your job is to study quarterbacks, figure out their tendencies, and, and then get after them. What's your view of your own quarterback, though, and the way that he has, has led this team so far? I mean, completing 75% of his passes, only throwing two interceptions. What's, what's just your view of, of the way he's played and, and, and what that, how that lifts the entire team? I think he showed that he can get it done. Run, throwing the ball, running the ball. He showed that he's very versatile, that he can um, He's elevated his game from spring ball, from fall camp. Everything's changed. Um, I think he's definitely a motivator on the team. He's a playmaker, and he helps get the job done on offense. Anything else for Mustafa? Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Mustafa. Oh, thank you, yes. All right. Up next, we'll have quarterback Steven Montez, <clears throat> and we will open it up to questions. Steven, your completion percentage has jumped up 15 points over last year already. How much of that is attributed to Coach Roper and, and, and the, the, guy, the job that he's helped you learn the defense? Because he says that's been the biggest thing. And how much do you attribute to, to some of the footwork and mechanics that you've, you've developed? Yeah, I think it's a combination of everything. I think Coach Rope has done a phenomenal job with all the quarterbacks here and just kind of getting them to understand the game plan, understand defense, understand what we want to do with the ball. And so I think that's where the completion percentage comes into, into play. And then, I mean, just the footwork and stuff, too, kind of just is, is all the timing, all the timing that we have in the offense and all these passes that we throw. So I think it's just it's, it's a combination of all things, really. I know a lot of these games were well before you were here, but since joining the Pac-12, Colorado not only has never beaten SC, they've never beaten them ever, but I think SC's outgained Colorado in every game, outrushed Colorado in every game. Yeah, you guys are coming off a performance that might have been your most impressive physically in recent memory. How key is that physicality going to be to beating the Trojans on Saturday? Yeah, it's going to be real key. It's going to, the physicality is going to be huge for us. And then, um, I mean, USC has historically been a really good team. They've been, uh, I mean, two years ago they, they won a Rose Bowl. So 
I mean, they've, they've been a good team. They are a good team, and that's how we're preparing for them this week. We know that uh, when we go in there, it's going to be a dogfight, but, I mean, we're excited for it. We, uh, we hope to make the game physical and, um, and hopefully get some success. Can you take, through, uh, take us through that play, the 30-yard touchdown pass on the left side to LaVisca on Saturday? It seemed like you, you guys kind of shared a look um, before the play. How, how, and, and you just knew automatically where you're going. How much of that has come over you know, this last year? Would, would that have been something you would have recognized last year? Yeah, I, th- I think I would have recognized last year. Last year, I think we uh, we kind of struggled hitting the deep ball, and uh, a lot of the times it was me. I was overthrowing or underthrowing receivers, and we had some guys open. So, uh, I mean, I think this year we're just doing a better job of hitting the deep ball. And then on that play, I had seen it was the, the uh, single. It was a single high safety, and the corner was pressed, so there was no chance of getting cloud or anything over there. And so, I knew Visca was going to beat him just because that's what Visca does. He's He's really, really quick off the line, really fast, really strong receiver. So it's tough to, tough to, tough to guard him. So saw him, saw him open, and uh, we completed it, and it was good. I know you've given a lot of credit to the offensive line, but how much does having a guy like Trayvon in the backfield help to take the pressure off your shoulders? Yeah, it helps a lot. It helps a lot. Trayvon's a re- really good back. I mean, he's he's killing it right now. So playing well, and he lo- he loves the pass pass block as well when we pass the ball. So he kind of. He does it all for us. He's really good. So is Kyle Evans. Kyle Evans does a great job as well when he goes in there. Colorado has never beaten USC, and even in the, the McIntyre era now, they're, they're still kind of this domino that you guys have been unable to knock off since uh, the, the rise season and last year, of course. Do you personally take that into account, returning to, to L.A.? Is this, is this a bigger game, a more kind of a vengeance-fueled game at all? Um, I mean, I think we've, we've never beaten them. So, I mean, that's just that kind of right there is a little bit of a motivation, a little bit of motivator. But, I mean, we, we go into this game just like we've gone into these past five games. We come in, we, we put in our work in the, in the week, and then hopefully we, uh, we play well on Saturday. So it's just it's another game for us. It's just the next team on our, on our schedule. Hey, Two-part question for you. Oh, Vanessa. Every single week you've something different that we haven't seen. How high yeah. is the ceiling? And the next question is, can you give him a talk at all? Or is he that? <laughs> I mean, he talks. He talks in the locker room. I'm... I think he he does a good job, um, but yeah, this guy. I mean, he just he's and this is kind of a kind of a crazy comparison, but he's kind of just like LeBron. He like just constantly keeps getting better, and you think like, all right, like he's already played this well up to now. Maybe he'll kind of have a slower game or something, and it's just never like that. He just keeps just doing more crazy stuff and just keeps getting better every single week. And I mean, I think that's the scariest thing about him is because. What do you think he's going to do this week? So when he's running the wildcat, is there any time you go up to him after and go, dude, I was wide open, you should have thrown No, the ball. no chance, no chance. They don't want to throw me the ball. My hands, I don't really, I don't know if I have faith in my hands. So, uh, they come back to you and say, I was wide open. No, <laughs> I just, this has got the ball, all right, cool. That's cool with me. This has got the ball, good things are probably happening. Can he throw it? Oh, yeah. Really? He can throw it, too. I mean, he's, he can throw, like, for a receiver. But he can throw the ball. Like, he knows how to throw the ball. <laughs> so does KD. KD knows how to throw the ball really well. Those that, Texas boys. Is that like throwing a ball like a girl? No, no, no chance, no chance. Okay. I was going to ask you something else, but let's stay with this guy. How cool is it to be on the same team that, with somebody that's used to the LeBron thing, just better than everybody else? Oh, I mean, and, and, and how intimidating is that? I mean, you're a pretty good athlete yourself. 
I mean, I'm okay. Um, Visca, like Visca is just, it's, I mean, it's cool for us on offense, obviously, because he's a huge weapon and we, we use him a lot of different ways and he kind of does it all. And that's very intimidating for a defense because I'm sure they're thinking, how are we going to stop this guy? How are we going to try to contain him in this game? And I really don't think you can because he can just do so many different things. He can beat you at receiver. We can put him at running back. We can use fly sweep. We can just we can do so many different – put him in wildcat. We can do so many things with him that it's just so difficult to stop him because he's just – he's an animal. He's just a great ball player. He knows the game, and he's very, very good at it. Stephen, you've been on the field twice in your career against SC, and at the game last year, it seemed sitting on the USC side of the stadium like they just had a lot of hooting and hollering and bravado, and yep. it just got me to thinking: Do you think Southern Cal respects Colorado? Um, I mean, I think I think that uh, that USC has a lot of confidence because historically they have been good, and they're good year in year out. So, I mean, I think they they should be confident because they they win games and they do well. Um, but I mean, I think I think we're a confident team this year as well, and I uh, I think it's going to be a good game between the both of us. I wanted to go back to one more thing on, on Kurt. Um, were there when you guys first sat down and, and started going over like how you were going to learn the defense and the, the kind of things he was going to teach you? What were those initial conversations like? And, and do you remember any kind of like light bulb moments of, of thinking I'm going to really start to open the floodgates with this stuff? Um, I mean, I think the best way to describe it was literally just like students in class. Like, every, right when we knew we came in, we knew that he knew his stuff, and we knew that if we listened to him, that he was going to teach us a lot about the game. So we would have our notebooks out every week, writing down notes, writing down notes, whatever he said, just writing it down, writing it down, writing it down, just listening and just kind of being like a sponge and just taking in all the information that he's given us because he knows the game. He knows the game better than anybody I've ever met. That the class you're taking the most notes for? Oh, definitely, definitely, <laughs> most definitely. Um, but yeah, and I mean the light bulb moment. I think, I think every day when I talk to him, I kind of have like, oh wow, that kind of makes sense. Like, that's why that happens. Or and it's it literally happens one, like once every day, just because he's just constantly t- teaching us something new about it, about the game, about fronts, about run scheme, about just a- anything, anything about football. Okay, this is what I was going to ask you before. My, my colleagues here have already mentioned a couple of times you've never beaten USC. And there was just the idea of bravado on their sideline. At kickoff, or when it's third and 12, does history or swag matter in a game? Their history, their swag. No. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I think every year is a new year, and so... Anybody can be beaten at any time, and I think that's kind of how we looked at every single game we played so far. And um, I mean, we know that we can be beaten as well, but we understand that if we put in the work throughout the week and we work hard and we study film and we do all the right things in the week, then on Saturdays we should be feeling very, very confident about what we're doing, which is going to allow us to play fast and play smart. Stephen, with the way this is playing, uh, Katie's kind of having a a pretty good season quietly. Oh, yeah. Can you talk about KD and, and how good he is and, and what he brings to the team? I know he's a different personality than Visca. Yeah. Can you tell us about KD a little bit? Yeah, I mean, KD, KD, KD is a great football player as well. Um, the, as you guys know, they're both from DeSoto, Texas. 
and DeSoto historically has some very good football players that come out of there, and they're both very good football players. KD's just so fast and so shifty off the line, and when he when he's even with somebody, he's going to run away from him just because of his speed. And I, uh, I think that we use him in a lot of different ways too. Sometimes you'll see him at the wildcat position using him with fly sweep, and we, we kind of use him the same. But, I mean, Visk is just a little harder to bring to the ground just because he's so big and so strong. But, I mean, KD's just so quick and so fast and that it makes it hard to guard him. And he knows the game, too. Anything else for Steven? All right, thank you. Appreciate you guys. Have a good day. All right. Uh, you know, last week's game was a, a good win for us. Uh, I thought our kids played really well, um, especially the fourth quarter. I thought that was a, a good way for us to finish. Uh, and then we're excited about going to USC to play in the Coliseum against a very talented football team. Um, they got some good. They got some good older players, but they got some excellent freshmen running around that keep getting better each week. As I've watched the film, uh, those guys are getting better and better. So it's going to be an extremely tough contest and. Uh, um, one I know they'll be excited about and our guys are excited about, so I'll take any questions at this time. I can smell that Tabasco sauce all the way up here. <laughs> Coming off uh, that physical performance Saturday against Arizona State, do you think that this Colorado team is the most prepared physically to match up against an SC team that you've faced while you've been here? Well, I thought that uh, all the USC teams that we've seen have always been so talented. And, uh, you know, I thought in 2016 that we matched up pretty well with them, went right down the wire. Um, and, uh, you know, last year, Sam Darnold, he was just so electric in different things that he did. Um, it, w it was tough. But I do feel like we match up well. Um, and, uh, but they're extremely talented like they, like they always have been. Um, some of their talent's young, but it's gotten better and better each week as far as you can see the talent, you can see they make plays, just getting used to playing and feeling comfortable. Um, I've been very impressed um, with them. Coach, Steven obviously is having a, a great year. LaVisca with the, the really the, the flashy play, the, the massive games he's having, but Trayvon is kind of a guy who's his four or five-yard games are, are setting up LaVisca's 50-yard games. I mean, what does he mean to the offense and him just kind of being the guy who's, who's doing the dirty, gritty work to, to uh, move the chains? Yeah, Trayvon's played really well. Um, and, you know, we were excited about getting Trayvon, but sometimes when you get a, a transfer like that the last year, you really don't. He, number one, he is really a team guy. Um, which is really exciting to, to see. That's what I was told. That's what I understood. But sometimes that's hard. Um, and so he's come in here and just been a phenomenal team guy. He's really tough. He's uh, carried the load. Um, you know, all the other running backs have done well, too. Kyle Evans has really done some good things. And, uh, but, you know, Trayvon, that last drive the other night, I think was pretty, pretty sharp. That showed you what he could do and kept pushing the drive. And he knew we had to get one last first down. And, he had a Herculean effort to get there and get it and then got down and um, he was totally exhausted after that. I think he had 30 carries and uh, he hadn't had 30 carries since he, I think he was a freshman in college. So um, that was a, a, a big part of our game. And yes, he's a big part of our offense and we need him to be around that 100 yard mark um, each game, hopefully, because um, hopefully we're in situations where we got, they know we got to run and we got to run and finish a game out. And so those are going to be important factors that, that he's shown that he can do. Mike, you saw that uh, the last hour your chief of Cali tweeted out that surgery went well. For uh huh. 
comment about what you lose not having him and how you replace him. Uh, Jacob's really um, done well this year. You know, he's got some sacks, but he's also got a lot of hurries, a lot of pressures. Um, he was doing an excellent job. He he was going to end up having a you know I think have six or seven sacks by the end of the year, or maybe more. Uh, he was really getting good. Uh, he had lost weight. Um, he was playing about two thirty five, two thirty area the year before. He was like two fifty ish. Um, kind of changed his body. Was quicker, more explosive. Um, you know, we're going to miss Jacob. Um, Thankfully, we, um, you know, Carson Wells had a little time to come on, and um, you know, uh, Davion's gotten a lot better, um, and uh, we, uh, Alex Changham's gotten better, and just kind of all those, all those guys have it kept improving, um, and uh, but we're going to miss Jacob. The he's got since he got the red shirt year, so he'll red shirt now, and he'll be a sophomore again next year. So the positive of that will have him three more years. Coach, my big game, the uh, Pac-12 South, uh, a win against USC would give you a two-game advantage over them, plus the advantage of the tiebreaker. Um, that, coupled with the fact that you've never, you're looking for your first win against USC in program history, is that a huge talking point in the locker room? Is business as usual? No, uh, the way we look at it is it's our team against their team in 2018, you know, um, and uh, it's a, you know, anytime you're playing a Pac-12 game, it's big, but anytime you're playing a Pac-12, Pac-12 South opponent, it's a little bit bigger because uh, you can separate yourself a little more or they can close the gap a little more. So uh, that makes it a, a big game in that side of it. Like their freshman quarterback, uh, has he progressed as the years gone on? Oh yeah, he he really has. He can make every throw. I mean, he really can. Um, you hear that, but he can do it. I've been very impressed with him. Um, and uh, you know, I know they got beat by Texas, but um, and they they won some other games. But early on in that Texas game, boy, he was really really. I was impressed because that was he had just come off the game before at Stanford. He didn't play that well, and he came right out of shooting. I think he was seven of seven and making throws. And um, he he's very talented. And you know, with a week off, I imagine he'll get a little bit better. Get, you know, kind of watched all his mistakes and seeing where he can improve and and look at that. Um, and those young receivers are, are getting better each week. So um, they'll be. Uh, I think they'll be. A better team than they have been so far, but we need to be a better team too. That's what you should do. You should, everybody should get a little bit better each week, correct? So um, hopefully um, we'll be able to stop them a little bit. We've got two games in a row now about uh, getting the defense eternal. Is that is that, that going to come? Do you feel it coming, or is it just? opportunity well we need to get some more turnovers we've dropped a few picks that we should have gotten um and uh but both teams we played had um you know had good ball security um they took care of the football um and uh but we didn't have any turnovers either so that if you if you, if you do that you'll be okay uh, but we do need to make turnovers and i'm pretty sure they're thinking they do too um so hopefully we can Stephen is entering um, kind of a repeat of that 2016 schedule where he's starting to play in some of the places that he played as a, as a freshman when he got to, to suffer. Sefo, how much do you think that comes back to help a guy later in his career, the experience that he did get so early in such a critical season? Well, I think it helps a lot. Uh, especially, it helps at every position, but to me, experience, number of plays, um, number of situations you're in, pressure situations, it really helps a quarterback. Um, you, know, it's, it, you know, there's a lot of great quarterbacks in the league, but like Drew Brees and Peyton and Eli and um, Tom Brady and all those guys, they played their whole time in college, got a little bit better, and they got started playing. They kind of groomed themselves, saw a lot of different things. Um, and so I think the more you play 
Uh, and the great thing about Stephen is he learns from it. You know, you can play and not learn from it. He learns from it. He sees it. And the other thing I love about Stephen is he'll learn from it. He'll make a mistake, and he can put it right behind him and see it uh, and, and move on. Some guys let it, it bothers them, and they freeze in the pocket or they don't want to throw it again. Not Stephen. He uh, learns from it and keeps playing. Um, and uh, Coach Roper's done a great job of teaching that and working with him on a lot of different things and having his eyes in better spots and seeing things. Um, and, of course, Chev and Clayton have done a good job of, of utilizing him in the offense, and uh, it's, it's worked out well. And you, call, you guys call that next play clear. Is that, is that something that he's gotten better at? Is, is his well, he's always been that way. He's always been that way. He really has learned. But now he's able to study tape and see it and understand it and kind of see what teams might try to do to him off of what a team might have done before. Um, so I think that he's able to anticipate a little bit better, um, and so that helps him a lot. Quarterback and several of your players have, have won big games on the road, played in tough places, Oregon, Michigan, Nebraska. Um, is the Coliseum and USC a whole different deal, or is it no big deal? I, I think it's, uh, um, of course, the history of the Coliseum, um, and, and, and the, there's always there's going to be a great crowd there that it'd be at night. Uh, I, I think that our guys will go there and play just like they did at the other places um, and they'll be excited about um, playing there. You know, I always say the stadiums are nice, the crowds are nice and all that, but it's the dudes on the field in between the white lines and they've always had really good dudes. So um, how we play, how we handle it um, will be important and our guys are excited about going to play just like I know USC is excited about coming. But I think there is a special thing for kids that grew up on the West Coast basically that the Coliseum is kind of a, I guess, a mecca of football or mecca of sports. It's unique. And so I think that adds a little mystique to it, but I think that also makes it fun to play there and you get more excited. Back along the same lines, this, this roster of yours has got kind of a unique mentality, if you will. They don't seem to be distracted too much by anything outside, do they? I mean, being around them every day, I kind of see them kind of focused on you and the message you guys are delivering them, and they don't seem to be... They're not chasing butterflies, if you will. No, they, they are, they're a locked-in bunch. This group gets it. That's why they're fun to coach. They're, I like being around them. They're, they're fun guys. But the thing that I've liked about them is they're focused, but they're loose. And it's hard to, you know, you, you coach it, you teach them, you work with them. And sometimes guys get real focused and they get real tight. And then to try to overcome it, they, you know, they get real loose and they can't focus. This group can focus and be loose which is a great attribute to being able to perform at your highest level. And that's what I've seen in this team. You've been around a lot of football. How rare is that? It's pretty rare. It really is um, when you have a whole group that can do that. And I I think really the true culprit leader of that uh, is Steven because that's Steven. He's focused, but he's loose. He enjoys playing. He loves, but he loves practicing. He loves being around the guys. He, he's got a great personality, um, and I think they've kind of just taken to that. At the same time, they see how much he's studying now, and how he comes prepared, and how he comes focused. So they see that you can do both, and I think that's that's been good. Anything else? For a coach. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate it.
we will have running back Trayvon McMillan, and we will open it up to questions. Don't be shy. Trayvon, when you were at Virginia Tech, you played against Miami a couple times, right? I don't know, the USC kind of seems kind of like Miami and the West Coast, a lot of swag, a lot of bravado. Definitely. You've never played against them before, but um, talk about your experience going against those teams that maybe on the outside don't show their opponents a ton of respect, and how do you get past that, and how do you shut them up? Yeah, I mean, playing against, um, you know, Miami, it was, a, it was a good experience. Those guys talk a lot of trash, and... Um, they're really big, they're really physical, so it's kind of similar to playing like a USC, and everybody in the East Coast kind of look up to like Miami, so um, in the West Coast, guys look up to SC, so I think it'll be a challenge for us, and I'm excited to, um, you know, be able to play against these guys, be able to display uh, what we can do. Do you have to match their swag? You obviously can't be intimidated, right? It can't be intimidated. Um, I just think we just got to you know, be ready and be focused. It's not about really matching um, what they do. I think we kinda, this group and these guys on our team, we kind of have our own swagger about ourselves and about how we handle things. So, Trayvon, when you, when you first started to get here and, 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 you know, go through, you know, fall camp and that kind of thing, what was just your impression of the way that Steven Montez was kind of guiding everything? There's been a lot of talk about how much he's grown up from you as a running back, you played with a lot of different quarterbacks. What's just your view of the way that he's kind of operated things? Um, he's always locked in, and like he can be loose as well, so that's good. Um, he's always focused. He's always knowing what's what, what our guys are supposed to be and who's supposed to be doing what. So when we have a leader who who can guide us, that that helps out the team a lot. Um, just out of curiosity, when you were looking at schools, you know, for what about CU appealed to you? And did you see this kind of maybe success happening? And was there something that kind of galvanized you and pushed you towards CU? Um, I definitely wanted success for myself. And um, when I was looking at different schools, um, I had a really great relationship with Coach Mack. And, um, you know, he had a great relationship with myself and my family as, as well as Coach Hagan. So, I mean, when I came here on a visit, I just felt really comfortable and when I first uh, committed to Virginia Tech, it was important to me for me to, you know, have that family um, atmosphere, um, especially in the locker room and with your team and things like that. And I felt that when I was here, and the guys in the locker room, Stephen, all those guys, they they made me feel really welcome here. So that's what made me really come here. Trayvon, you just mentioned something about Stephen Montez where you said uh, he's, he's locked in, but he's loose. And Mike McIntyre was just talking about the uniqueness of this team, how it can be focused, yet have a looseness about it. How does that happen? Does it, does it emanate from Steven or there other guys? Where does that come from? And kind of, how does that affect you guys, where you can be dialed in, but yet you're not over, overly tight to be a little bit away? Yeah, it comes from Steven, but I think it also comes from how we prepared this summer. And um, a lot of people were doubting us this summer, and we knew that. So we knew that we had to, you know, stay low, um, keep our mouths closed, and go to work. So um, our, our entire team has that kind of mindset about them, and we're all really dedicated to what we do. And we're, this is extremely important for us, so we're taking it really seriously. 
Uh, Trayvon, two-part question here. I think a lot of people who watched the game on Saturday saw the level of physicality on Colorado that maybe they didn't know you guys had. Did you sense an increased level of physicality from the team on Saturday? And then the second part of that question is, do you need to match it or exceed it playing a team as big and strong as fast as the USC? Yeah, I feel like we're really physical. Um, our every Each and every week, I, I feel like our O-line and um, our backs and everybody's just been, even our receivers, we've been way more physical. I mean, blocking on the perimeter, our O-line has been handling a lot of movements and things like that. So, I mean, it's a challenge every week. Every week you got to be physical, and every week is a is a new week, and it gets bigger and bigger every week. The stage gets bigger and bigger. So, I mean, you got to be physical, more physical each and every week. That's how it is. Trevon, you've been in some pretty big games in your career over at Virginia Tech, and can you bring that experience here to this team? That there's not a lot of guys that have been in some of those big games. A couple of them were in 2016, but for the most part, not a lot have. Can you bring that to this team? Yeah, definitely. And um, I'm willing to do whatever it takes for the team, um, whether it's you know pass blocking, um, catching the ball out of the backfield, whatever it takes. And um, I'm willing to help whoever needs help. Um, if they, if anybody needs advice about anything, I'm willing to give them advice about it. So, yeah, um, and it's not just me who has leader um, experience, but there's also other guys um, that have experience. So it, we can all help each other out. How much wiser do you feel as a fifth-year grad transfer, and how do you use the experience from your first four years playing, both in the locker room and in your film study? Can you repeat that one more time, please? Yeah, how much wiser or more knowledgeable do you feel as a fifth-year player in the locker room, and how does that help you, you know, what you've seen so far in film study? Yeah, it's just, um, just having experience, you just, you've, you've seen certain looks and you've seen certain blitzes. So, I mean, the terminology is just different from conference to conference sometimes, but, I mean, just having experience takes pressure off you because you, you've been in that situation, obviously. And, um, yeah, it's just I just feel a lot more comfortable in the offense and in the, in the system as the weeks has progressed. So I'm um, just going to continue to, you know, to go hard and practice each and every week and, you know, get better. Steven was in here and said you guys are just going to go about your work like you always always have, work hard, take care of what you need to take care of, and then you'll feel like you have a pretty good chance on Saturday. But I'm, I'm sure you're aware that Colorado has never beaten SC. It's been a popular refrain in this room since this press conference has started. But uh, is it just human nature to kind of want to put an end to that? Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, our team has the mindset that it doesn't matter who the opponent is. If we prepare the way we're supposed to prepare and do the right things, then we should be ready to go. So I think we're doing the right things this week, and um, I don't think we have any injured guys or anything like that. So we're looking pretty good, and we're just going to keep, you know, keep pushing and not get satisfied. I know you're getting the ball more this year than you had the last couple of years, but what have you done to become a better running back since last year? Um, everything, um, everything. I mean, this entire offseason, I just dedicated my life to just, you know, my footwork, um, jump, cut, jump cuts, um, pass protection, making sure my hands are inside that I'm striking, and just having good eyes, really. 
that's what it's really about. When you're a running back, you just got to have good eyes. You got to see the backers, see the flow of the defense. And knowing the running scheme, knowing um, where our guys are going to be, who we're doubling to, um, who we're kicking out, things like that. So, um, yeah, I work extremely hard this offseason just to, you know, become a better student of the game and really understand what's going on. Is Lydia the furthest west you've ever been? Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, when I came to the visit to Colorado, it was my first time in Colorado. So I've actually only been on the West Coast like twice. I've went to, to California two times my entire life. So I'm an East Coast guy. So. What do you think? I, I like it. <laughs> I want to stay here. <laughs> That's for sure. I definitely like the West Coast better. <laughs> awesome. Anything else for Trayvon? Thanks, Trayvon. Thank you, guys.